the next day, literally the next day after reading this book, I was a full-fledged raw foodist. I was like, I'm not eating this. I had just ate a Snickers that day before and some fried chicken <laughs> with some mumbo sauce. I was just tearing it down. Okay. The message. Spotlighting the most important voices of today with Ebro. An open dialogue about their experiences in these times and the music that inspires them. Welcome back to The Message. Your host here, Ebro Darden. This year, we're celebrating Black History Month on Apple Music by highlighting black voices from all creative disciplines. And don't forget that cooking is an art. Never forget that. That's why this week, I'm throwing it back. A conversation I had with Common and his friend, Chef Lauren Vanderpool, representing Detroit, a.k.a. the Queen of Green. We talked about fixing your soul through healthy food, plenty of water, and a good night's sleep. Let's get to the convo. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Apple Music, and it's another conversation uh, called The Message. I got my brother uh, Common back with us. I almost called you Rashid, man. I got to, you know, stick to the... You can call me Rashid. Come on, brother. No, nah, we at work right now. We at work. We yeah, at work. Right. We at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We at work. Now, my, brother, my good brother Common, who the work always continues with him, whether it's uh, social... Uh, whether it's keeping keeping and making sure hip hop is focused and he coming with the bars and the music, or like today he's coming uh, to join us with uh, the message, and he brought along who's your friend you bringing to introduce us to today? Well, this is Lauren Vanderpool. She's um, also known as the Queen of Greens. It's been an incredible light and healer in my life and many other people's lives through through chefing, just through energy work, um, everything. So this sister, she real. But she's lit up the world in many ways. So I just wanted to, you know, we, what we going to get into, Ebro, I wanted to make sure that this sister, because I, I felt like this sister could share a lot with us. Right. Okay. Lauren, it's a pleasure to meet you. Likewise. A pleasure to meet you as well. And now they call you, he said the queen of greens. Is that what I heard? Yes. The queen of green. Yes. So is that, is that a plant-based everything? Plant-based, everything, green and sustainable, getting back to the earth, getting back to um, our true nature, you know, and nourishing ourselves from the earth and taking care of the earth is um, is super important. So I'm the queen of all of that. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, Ebro, I, I met, I first met Lauren through Dr. Sabi. His daughter introduced me to mm. her um, and she was chef and I was working on a film and she came through. And she, you know, first we, we we hadn't like, you know, like I hadn't even really met her, met her. And then we started connecting. And I was like, wow, this this fool had it had something special to it. And her energy was right. And then everybody on the movie set wanted to start coming to my trailer and eating because, you know, I had Lauren cooking. But <laughs> along with that, I really started to understand the 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 um the power in in food and 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 how foods can be healing. Mm -hmm. So and, and and it was something that she brought up. One of the reasons I even, Ebro was like, yo, I want to have Lauren on here. It was something, she, she know I told her this, but this was a game changer for me at one point when she, I was having a conversation, it was for my, we were celebrating my 40th birthday. And like, it was, it was a lot of us there. And we was all talking about Chicago and the violence going on. And everybody had their opinion and perspective. And Lauren was like, Man, it's in the foods. It's in the foods too. We giving our kids sugar, da da. I was like, it just it kind of made me stop and be like, whoa! I never thought about it from that perspective. I never thought about like the changes that we need to see happening 
as a holistic thing. That was really an eye opener for me. Yeah, you know, I think it's important. That's a, a foundational piece that is often overlooked, you know, that everything we eat becomes a part of our cellular structure. Everything that we consume, whether it's the thoughts, you know, whether it's what people tell us, if we allow it to land, it becomes something, you know what I mean? So monitoring what we consume is really going to make a difference, but not just that, but, you know, oftentimes we're like, oh, you know, we can, the police brutality and this, but we have to take full responsibility of ourselves. And one thing that we can do is monitor, you know, Monitor what we're eating, you know, what we eat, what we become, you know what I mean? So I really, um, that was a very cool conversation, actually, yeah. because everyone was so passionate and ready. And I was just like, and it was beautiful to hear everybody's thoughts. But food is a, is a part that people don't pay attention to. If you're not getting enough oxygen to your brain, you can't even think properly. You can't even process things. You can't process your emotions. You can't, you can't really be at your highest, so... What's funny, man, is one of the things, you know, like people would talk to me about healthy things. And I'm like, one of the things I learned from Lauren and, and, and Dr. Sabian, even another holistic doctor I've worked with was like, man, just start with water. Just start taking, drinking more water. <laughs> like you ain't got to change your whole life in one day. Just start with a little more water. So let's get into that water. Right. There, huh? Can I make another point about yeah. the water? Yeah, of course. Of course. So what's really cool about water is that water is programmable, right? So there's this doctor named um, Dr. Emoto, and he did a study on water and how our thoughts and how our words impact water. So he did a test and he just took glass jars with water in them and he wrote love and light and then he put hate and some lower frequency words and the water responded to um, the words, right? And so water... Um, Water is so malleable, it, it, it takes the shape of the energy that it's around. You know, not just your words, your thoughts and sound, which is really powerful because you being a musician, people, when you see people getting so live because your music, because you're, you're speaking, it's because you are changing and reprogramming the water in their body. Our body is mostly water. So sound has the power to transform and heal and raise your vibrational frequency because it's the, the water is responding to those sounds and those thoughts and those feelings. So. Well, you guys both, um, water, you know, is a reoccurring theme on both of the playlists that you put together. Not only this Kanye West record, Water, um, but, you know, when you get down in Commons playlist, you obviously put the Fela classic on there, Yeah, <laughs> Water No Get Enemy, and then you also put on there uh, Water from uh, DJ Cavum. Oh, yeah, yeah. DJ Cavum Motivation. Yeah, so... Yeah, that was a long you know, pick. Uh, and then you got, you got even, you got, you know, a lot of other... A lot of other, uh, you know, references both of you do. Leon Bridges' River is on here. Um, you know, so water is a reoccurring theme. Yes. Oh, it's, and it's on, it's on uh, the Fella Records on Lauren's playlist too, Water No Get Enemy. Y'all both put it on there. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm a Pisces too, man. So I'm like a, a water sign, man. And I love the water. I'm, I am I am too. Oh, you're Pisces too? You're Pisces. Mm. Bro, I ain't never... When your born day? March 17th. Okay. I never knew that. All that time, I never yeah. knew you was a Pisces. I'm, I'm the 13th. There it is. Yeah. You my brother. You my brother, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> we, we my brother. Yeah, the Leo's in the Leo's house. Leo's in the house, too, okay? You <laughs> yeah. know, you still need my dad, that fight. My dad's a Leo and my daughter. My dad was a Leo and my daughter's a Leo, too. My, my daughter's a Leo, sure. 
So you know. We, we brothers, there you bro. Go. <laughs> we all we locked in. We locked in. Listen, this is the message. And so y'all's message today, uh, you guys said uh is nourishment and resilience. We're gonna get into more of that. Uh, with this conversation, the message we have common and Lauren Vanderpool with us today. Messages of water. We talked about uh, frequency. Uh, your message is nourishment and resilience. Common, you, I, you know, I've known you a long time since you was rapping about drinking forties and sir, yes, sir. contaminating your body. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And now, and now, and now we, <laughs> and now we full. We we on this side of the spectrum, you know, talking about you know nourishment and what what you put into your body, and you know, a lot of your messages are around. Um, around upliftment of our community, upliftment of human beings, education of human beings, and trying to find solutions. You often post on your social, you know, whether, you know, it's it's uh, discussing politics or the shortcomings of our, you know, uh, 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 political structures and police, et cetera, et cetera, police brutality and justice. But a lot of it is based in finding solutions and addressing, you know, the lies and coming to terms with our, our truth, right? Yeah. Um, and... This, this this discussion of nourishment and resilience, going on this path requires you to address some of the, you know, uh, the poison, the lies, you know, the things that a lot of people aren't able to face. Um, while you was on this journey of, of even getting where you are with your health and your awareness today, what were some of the most painful moments just in dealing with nourishment and resilience when it, when it, when you had to unpack your behavior and, and some of your habits? Wow, that's a great question. I think, you know, some of the most painful moments was, as you said, I, you know, I grew up drinking 40 ounces, you know, going out, fighting with my homies, you know, doing, you know, just doing stuff that young black kids may do in our neighborhoods. This is, you know, uh, um, That's right. and one of the most painful things was, it was liberating, but it was painful. It was kind of breaking away from the, the group of friends who were continuing to do that, or just me being able to say, I remember it was a real turning point because I was, I just had my daughter and my, I was making music and albums was out, but I wasn't really able to truly like, have say I had a career and was like able to support myself. And a lot of pressure was happening from, from around me. Like my homies was needing this and that, and I just didn't have it. And, and the expectation was greater than that. So the, one of the, the most painful things was just for me to be like, hey, I gotta get some food on my plate before I can feed you and and be able to, go through that and be like a man enough to, to embrace that and say, hey man, I gotta take care of myself and my family. And, and we, we guys, but bro, it's, I got responsibilities. And to be able to communicate that, it was painful because it was like, it, it, didn't, come with, it didn't come easy. Like I basically literally, right. some of my friends, I lost some of them, I got into real like fights with over this type of stuff. And it was like, man, it's, it, was, it was tough, but then, I think some of the other painful inner things that happened for me later on in the journey was dealing, going to therapy and dealing with, you know, some of the, some of the wounds and, and baggage that I was carrying that I didn't know I had. Like, because I felt like, man, me and my father, I felt like me and my father was, was good. Cause pops is pops. You know, I didn't grow up with my pops, but he was, you know, when I talk to him, we cool. I see he's a cool, you know, when I visit him, that's my pops. 
But little did I know I was carrying some things that, you know, some anger, some, you know, like feeling of rejection. Like those, when you go to those painful places of, of work, right. you know, um, the other stuff is is eventually easier. It's, it's more of a discipline thing. And I'll, I grew up, my mother was a teacher, so she disciplined me early, like to, to be disciplined. And I, I like disciplining myself. So when I decided to stop eating certain things, it wasn't like it was so difficult. It, it was like a little bit of like, oh man, that chicken look good, <laughs> but, but I ain't gonna eat that joint, you know? But, but you know, see with that, with, with those changes, you feel such a, a big difference. You feel like, man, I felt the light. I literally, Ebro, I literally could hear myself in the studio sounding better. When I stopped eating dairy, like I could listen to myself on records that I had back in early, mid nineties, and be like, damn, I sound snotty as hell. Dude, right. like I could feel the clarity, I could feel my thinking clearer. So those things were the easier. It was more of the emotional things and dealing with relationships that I have to be able to leave was the, was the hardest things to transition in my evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you, Lauren? Cause she from, see Lauren is, it's light, but she from DC, the hood of DC. So, so. Oh, we gonna we gonna get to Lauren and how, and how she got how she became the queen of green. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there's a story there. We are gonna get to okay. how she got to her throne in a minute. But I, you know, I wanted to unpack that for you because I know it was it was definitely a lot of work. You know, um, getting there. You know what I'm saying? And then there's also, you know, this, these uh, kind of uh, man made social burdens of what's tied to being masculine, you know what I mean, that I watched you have to confront just dealing with that in hip hop, right? Of being having public relationships and rapping about things and evolving and being an MC when cats was, you know, it wasn't cool to be knowledgeable. You know, we you you span that era of when it was cool to be knowledgeable. It was uncool to be knowledgeable. <laughs> and now we back to <laughs> it's cool to be knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but that's, yo, Ebro, yeah. that was a good, that's, that might've been one of the, that was one of the most painful points too, is when I released Electric Circus and that was like yep. a time where I was doing something very different. And, you know, at the same token, I just was going through a breakup. So I was going through my own like personal, like, like really gaining some love for self because, you know, you go through a breakup, you've been in love, blah, blah, blah. It's like... You go through that. And I express those things. Like you said, as a man, you know, we come from with cats like, man, come on, man. Come on with all that stuff. We ain't trying to hear that. And I don't know, man. I don't know if it's because I'm Pisces or I feel grateful for a lot of things. Grateful for my relationship with God, that I could be truthful with myself. Grateful for the way I grew up. Because though my homies would talk crazy, they still respected me for being me. Even if I was like the little lover boy writing love letters. I still was embraced, you know? So Stand, and, standing on the lawn with the signs yeah, and all exactly, of that. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Yeah. We still loved you though. We still loved exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that type of I had a certain security in myself in that. But it was like the ridicule of of like, man, oh, you let Erica change you or this and that. It was like, you know, I had to really look at myself and be like, okay, who are you? And and that hey. Right. That that's something that happens that I don't want to act like. Let's make this clear. Like this is something that happens at different points in my life. You know, like different points in our lives, we gonna have to ask ourselves who we are at this time. 
and and really answer we, those we questions. We all change. We all change, evolve. We go through things. The world's ever changing. We're changing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like uh, Lauren pointed out, we're water too, and yeah. we respond to the environment around us. You know what I mean? And so. You know, yeah, you are affected not only by the world around you, but the the, the shit you go through personally too. Yeah. Yes, you for know, sure. and all of those frequencies. So, and you know, I, you know, it's not it's not always, um, you know, celebrated for men to go through these changes. There's not like if you think about it, there's a lot of places where women go to talk about with their girlfriends or even in public magazines, et cetera, et cetera, where talking about emotional maturity is it's, that's in for women. That's yeah. socially accepted for women. That's built into society. It, those spaces don't exist for men where, yeah. you know, it's a it's a public, you know, um, affirming of it's okay to, to experience and learn and, and become emotionally mature and even, you know, which is a part of being resilient also, right? That emotional yeah. maturity, but yes. then the nourishment and, and that information, nourishing yourself through information to get there. Yes. You know, that's not always so publicly celebrated. That's powerful you saying that because, you know, I've been listening to a lot of 90s hip hop. Just, you know, just I just went to the music I love, man. 90s hip hop, 90s mm -hmm. R&B, but 90s hip hop, just Grand Poobah, Gangstar, KRS, you know. And I was like, man, I learned so much about myself through these cats. You know, I was able to navigate and say, oh, this is who I am. Oh, I like... This part of what KRS is saying. This I like. This is what Pooba is saying, and it really shaped the way I think, um, and the way a lot of us think. And and that masculinity also was, if we needed it. But then the the aspects that you're talking about, the true, the vulnerability and the nourishment, some of that wasn't always there. Um, and like I said, thank God for for me, it was like, listen, hand tribe called Quest. Hearing Daylight, getting checking out a Love Supreme by by you know John Coltrane, reading books that dealt with Buddhism and 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 getting into Islam more like all those things was was building me to be like more of an open vessel and an open and open myself up and be okay with with what that is because one thing I really started to understand was man I got to an answer to the Creator like I'm the Creator's clay you know and that's who ultimately I have to come back to. And as much as I want to look good and sell records and do these things, like, man, what is filling my soul? Mm -hmm. And what is like my purpose? And am I, like one of my biggest things in life is, man, one of my visions for myself is to always fulfill God's purpose for me. Like every day I want to work towards that. Like that's, if it's anything that makes me disappointed is if I waste my day not doing something that's fulfilling what I'm purposed to do. And sometimes that's fun. Like some 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 of that entails just fun and like kicking it and you know, those those are part of like all of it is balanced. But ultimately it's like, what has God put me on this planet to do? Am I working towards that every day? And am I doing it excellent every day? That's what my thing is. You got it on the message, Apple Music. Uh, we're sitting with Common and Lauren Vanderpool today. Uh, the message is nourishment and resilience. And she specializes in nourishment. They call it a queen of green. Uh, Lauren, how did you get to this, what we know today? Because I'm sure you weren't always known as the queen of green. 
Um, I'm sure there was a, a, a story to tell on how you got on this plant-based path. Absolutely. Um, when I tell people that I used to be in a crew called the Young Thug Bitches, they don't believe me. <laughs> okay, I was a real live hood rat from Uptown DC, KDY, okay? That was, that was you know, I, that's where I grew up. It was the murder capital, it was a food desert. Um, I got stabbed in my head at 16 and almost died at a go-go. Mm. And mm. It, it woke me up. You know, and it was mm. it was such an organic thing. It wasn't like I the next day I was like, I'm never doing this again. I'm going to go find God. I I felt like there was an intervention that happened that I didn't even realize it was happening. It's like God took a hold of my life because I would have I don't know where I would be if I had continued down that path. And I began to um, do what I call impeccable listening. I started to listen to my to to the to the God within me go this way do this I didn't question it I just listened and um, it led me to get on a bus one day and and I got off in front of Howard University and walked into this bookstore called the House of Kemet and the first book that I picked up was called Heal Thyself by my now spiritual mother and mentor Queen Afua um, and I read the book in a day now. I wasn't really the type to read a book in a day back then. So you, the book had to be, it was like, I was so intrigued. I started to realize, oh my God, food has the power to heal you. You mean papayas are, are good for your digestion and great for your skin. You mean to tell me that dandelion, I didn't even know what dandelion was at the time. This is good for your liver and your kid. What, what? The next day, literally the next day after reading this book, I was a full-fledged raw foodist. I was like, I'm not eating this. I had just ate a Snickers that day before and some fried chicken with some mumbo sauce. I was just tearing it down, okay? And the next day, I was like, my brother. <laughs> Hotep, my brother, you know? You know, because everyone's used to, oh, what's up, my nigga? And I'm like, um, please don't call me that, okay? Like, I changed immediately, and I did not wait for people to catch up to my transformation. I didn't care what people thought. People thought I was nuts. People thought I was crazy. What is Lois Lauren on drugs? I was so clear that I had found my path. And I ran towards it like my life depended on it because it did. And um, I was so excited and so intrigued that I wanted to share it with everyone. So the same dudes that I and my girls that I used to, you know, hang out on the block, you know, smoking weed and drinking Remy and I never sold drugs, but they did, you know, I would be like, brother, put those chicken wings down, you know, <laughs> I was trying to get everybody to go vegan. And so I decided to start my business at 16 years old, um, selling raw foods in front of Howard University's business school. And um, mm. it went so well, I was making like $2,000 a week. I was making more than my mother at the time actually and it just right. it just it just continued to unfold and, and and open up because i just knew that not only did i need he needed healing but my community needed deep healing and the easiest way to do it i thought was was food because you eat so many times a day if you change what you eat then you can change your whole world 
And then if we go a little deeper, if you change what you think, then you're really changing your whole world. If you change what you speak, you're really changing. So it's like all of these levels I started to realize um, had an impact on me and my life and not just me, but everyone around. If, and if everyone knew these simple little magic tricks, these simple things, our whole, our whole world could change. The revolution would happen and it would start within us. It wouldn't start on the outside. It wouldn't start with a march. It wouldn't start with a with all. It would with the government. It would start within us. And if we did that, then everything would change. You know. So that was really how I got to this. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And 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 so on your path, was it? I mean, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, um, make excuses for the why they can't make the change. I'm sure you hear it all the time, right? Um, you know, whether it be, you know, I always, you started with food. I, I normally talk to people about sleeping habits and water. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like one of the, if you, if you, there's a reoccurring theme with people who have problems focusing and a reoccurring theme with people who are constantly negative. If you ask them how well they sleep, mm. you'll find that a lot of them, they'll be like, yo, my sleep is, man, I'll be having trouble sleeping. Uh, and you, you absolutely can't make good decisions when you don't sleep well. Yeah. And you absolutely, you absolutely are not going to be emotionally stable when confronted with the trauma of the living conditions that many of us live in, where you have police sirens every night and shootings every night and people yelling and crying outside the door and next door and, you know, family members in and out of the hospital and, you know, uh, working two and three jobs, you know, sleeping is like, what are you talking about? I got too much on my shoulders. Right. Absolutely. Um, but how did you maintain focus over an extended period of time? Was it made easy because you started a business? So it, it almost, it was almost like it, it, it reinforced your path because it was your life in a way. You know, I always say that your why has to be big enough, your reason. So my reason was big enough. It wasn't just about me. First of all, I knew that if I did not go to this path, then there would be no reason for me to be on the planet anymore. The, the creator had made it very clear to me that either you do this or you're not necessary. That was how clear it was. It was like, you either going there mm. or honey, we don't need you. Okay, let's try it over <laughs> go again. Away. Go, let's throw it <laughs> go away, honey. Away. Throw the whole thing away, baby. Okay, we can't deal with it. So there was that. <laughs> but, then, but then it was like, you know, I cared. I looked around in my environment and I saw so much brokenness, so much pain. And nobody thought that there was anything wrong with what was going on. Not the adults, not the children. It was just, it was so sad. Nobody knew that we were, we didn't know we were poisoning ourselves with this food. We didn't know we were poisoning mm. ourselves with this low frequency music and this low frequency um, TV and all of, we didn't realize what it was doing to us. We didn't know the trap that we were in, right? And so I knew, mm. I woke up and I saw, oh my God, we're in a trap. So I had to do something. And 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 so I, I wanted to make sure that, not only did I do it, but that I, I, I did it and I had fun doing it and that everyone else had fun because fun is a magical ingredient. Happiness is one of the most amazing healing frequencies. You know what I mean? So people think that, oh, it's just about eating food. Well, uh, vegan food. Well, Hitler was a vegetarian. It's not just about food. Food is foundational. It's how you feel. 
right? It's, it's understanding that we're impacting the food just as much as the food is impacting us. And we can choose to be happy. We can choose to tap into this, um, into the love, into the light. And we don't need anything outside of ourselves to do it. We could just make the decision to do it and it's there. We don't realize how much help we have as well. So for me, my reason, I I, I knew that this was it. And, 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 and that's what has created this longevity on this path because purification and healing is 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 a way of life it's not a 21 day journey even though i do have a 21 day journey yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i do have a 20 eat yourself sexy 21 day journey that you could join but people need those people need those they got to do it in small chunks yeah. you know people right. need those little small chunks and yes. th th you keep adding those 21 days up until you look up and this is your life yeah that's right Ebro, one of the things that you brought up earlier that, that even lauren was just saying it was like for me, once I was able to stop, once I stopped eating certain foods that I really used to love and like, and I stopped, I was able to stop doing that, I actually was able to stop drinking stuff that I didn't want to drink, meaning like That's the right. discipline started to roll over in other areas. Mm -hmm. I was able to like stop messing around with all these girls, you know, like, you know, like not having, just dispersing my energy in places I didn't want to. Cause once I was able to do it in one area, like you said, it may start, with a 21 day, it may start with three days. You just start showing yourself that you can do it. It's like, it's like training. You know, you get you work out. You know, first days it hurt. Then you come back and you're like, okay, I'm starting to get there. Then you add some more weight. Yeah, yeah. You're like, hold up now, let me go a little longer. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> that's that's what it was. That 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 start is is important. That start and and you're gonna feel something during that start. You know what I mean? No matter what it is, no matter what. Even as you're talking about sleep, it's so I, I love that you brought up sleep, man. You bring that up because right. I, within this past year, it's been the most sleep I've gotten since I was like, you know, probably like 21. But I didn't do my, my energy and my life feel just like I just got more strength, more energy. I'm, I'm happier. Um, and part of that is the sleep. Part of it is my own self journey and just having time to spend with God. But part of it is the sleep. And well, I was prepped. Yeah. You was you was prep, right? Because you had the food part, right? But you was probably working yourself at both ends, wearing yourself out, and the food was keeping you right, and you was feeling good. Now you put on that some real rest and calm. Yeah, it go up a whole. That goes up a whole other threshold now. Yeah, exactly, Absolutely. exactly. That's true. Yeah. Lauren Vanderpool and Common are on the message right here on Apple Music, man. You're listening to The Message with my guest Common and Chef Lauren Vanderpool. The massive 80-song playlist is available right now exclusively on Apple Music filled with songs that will heal your soul by artists like D'Angelo, Erica Badu, Fela Kuti, John Coltrane, and more. Go stream that and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to get a full uncut episode of The Message in your feed every two weeks. Now back to the convo. Uh, the message is nourishment and resilience, and there's many ways to nourish yourself. We've talked about that, right? Yeah. Um, and when you could check all the boxes from, you know, food and sleep and water to fitness to, you know, uh, what you do for a living and, and, and also the people you have around you. Like when you get that whole machine moving in the right direction, it manifests beautiful things over an extended period of time. And it's things that you can hand on to generations, right? This Absolutely. is information and habits that you get to hand on to your children, to your community, 
uh, family and friends. Um, common for you, uh, before we wrap the message, how has that been? You know, your mother's a teacher, right? Um, and your mother, because of her discipline and her, you know, what she did for a living, which is teach people information, nourish their minds, I'm sure learning new information for you and new habits was probably easier than somebody who wasn't raised in that environment. But I'm sure you've been able to teach your mom and your loved ones some things that you've picked up along the way from your new habits as well. Oh, for sure, man. Um, my mother, like, you know, initially when I first came around talking about I was vegetarian, you know, it was the natural thing. Now you're like, what? You ain't gonna eat this? You know, and you know, you know your mom wanna, <laughs> give you that love through her cooking too. Like this, that's just right. one part of the ways that she show love. You out working a lot, they wanna, when you come home for the holidays, they wanna get you, yo, know, get you fat. They, they, they wanna cook for you. And uh, right. I was like, nah, I'm not into that. And they, and they, you know, they would take, you know, they was a little bit resistant at first, like, come on. And then eventually they saw how authentic I was. It was me, this is who I am now. And she really started learning how to cook my mother started learning how to cook like vegetarian meals. And first they weren't good. You know, she had to learn the, what to do, you know, like, and, and to be honest, not only did she get good at it, but then eventually she was dealing with a health issue. And I, and I connected her with this, this holistic doctor um, that I work with and um, Dr. Tracy. And man, she, t she sent my mother on a whole journey, man. That was like spiritual journey. And my mother started understanding like, her own healing, like self-healing and like the foods. My mother be juicing and stuff now. So it's, it's you know, and, and I still got some family members that ain't, you know, taking heat, but sometimes they'll ask questions and everything. And, I, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not one of them dudes that's like, man, I'm eating healthier. Like, I'm not about like, they don't make me better or whatever. Like, I'm just trying to spread, as, as we all said, we just trying to spread that love. Like, we trying to be the Harriet Tubman's mm. of this thing, like, yo, I've seen some things in life that have that shown me how we can live a better life. I got to bring that back to my people. And that's what, that's what Lauren has been doing. That's what you do, Ebro. That's what I do. We do it in our, in our different ways. And it's like, and we talked about it, man, it's, it's a holistic thing from the standpoint of foods, it's music. When we talk about mute, like, like I, I be listening, man, I be listening to gospel music in the morning sometimes. It's days where even Lauren and I will be here after a workout, here listening to Hezekiah Walker, grateful, mm -hmm. and be like, going in. Going. It's just like, I, I used to look, I used to laugh, not laugh, because I loved gospel music growing up. The Hawkins family, they from, they from the Bay Area. I love Be Grateful. My stepfather used to always play gospel music. He still does. Now I feel like, you know, you know, you like, damn, I'm starting to be like, my parents, I'm playing gospel music in the crib, but but along because with you that, want the vibration, you want that vibration, man. I want that you vibration. Know? But then along with that, it is like like I said, some of the '90s hip hop to give me that that resilience at the yeah. same token, to give me that that information of like who it reminded me of who I am and the joy and of, of and the power that I have as a, as a young black man or as a black man and, and as a human being, a child of God, and making me think different ways. So that. The music, the food, and the workouts, then 
The thoughts. The thoughts. The thoughts. Your, not just your own thoughts, you know, but your own inner dialogue, but the thoughts that you allow people to say to you, the you know, things you you allow people to say to you. I feel like all of that yeah. is important. And just to make a point about the music. So when I go to sleep, I listen to like the miracle frequency. I, I listen to certain frequencies to help to reprogram me and hit me on a subconscious level or like meditation music. I did add a couple of those in there because I, I was like, I don't know if it's genre, if, you know, if it's like genre specific, uh, but these are nourishment. This is yeah. food. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah there's certain things that, like you said, the 90s that mala, That mala esoteric. You want to play that mala esoteric yeah! for him? You know what I'm saying? He rubbed me up for everything. Yeah. Man, that's one. It's crazy because going to sleep now, I like say different affirmations and different things because I've read about how, like, man, yo, when you go to sleep, you got to be taking in good things. Mm -hmm. Like, so I was like, man, man I'll be, can't, I yo, that's I'll be trying to tell people going to sleep with that TV on. You want to just having them messages that. playing in your head? Nah, you got you got dead that. You got to yeah. turn that TV off. That you know, people go, oh, I just want it on for the background noise. Nah, that's that's going in. Yeah. That's going yeah. in. That, all that's going in. Yeah, I gotta, I got I gotta, that's going I gotta in. get better at that. Sometimes I be leaving it on, and I wake up in the middle of the night nah. and disturb my. Your whole it, spirit, it disturbed, yeah. Because yeah. you don't know what they what they nah. saying on that. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't with that. I, I'm with you on that. Throw them affirmations on. Yeah, you got to make it intentional, man. Now, every night when you go to sleep, make it intentional. Yeah. Turn everything off. You know, I don't... Listen, I... You know, I, I, I've I been on my journey for a little while, and uh, one of the things I, I, I told myself was that I wanted to stop giving my power away, even if I was giving it to something that was positive, right? right. I, I wanted to, you know, a lot like you guys said, you know, before you go to sleep, you like an affirmation or you like a certain sound, you know, certain sounds. I started practicing several years ago, just breathing. Oh, that man. was the only thing, the only thing that you get before you go to sleep is just breathing and listening to your body. That's it. Woo! There's no other... No other, you get nothing else. I love that. Right? Yes, and so that way, so going healing. in, you're right, because now you're not giving your power to something else. Yeah. You know, because over time we do that, right? Like it's, oh, I, I need a sound bowl or I need a song or I need a. You this. are the sound bowl. But and when you, in, <laughs> you got it all. Like, like Lauren was just saying, we have all the equipment in our bodies, but if we don't work those muscles, yeah. Over a period of time, we end up we end up handicapping ourselves to needing mm, yeah. things to get through, right? Yeah. So Come you got to uh, this <laughs> this dude this this dude that was an elder around my way when I was growing up in the Bay. He told me life is uh he said life is a game of attrition, mm. and it's about taking things away from yourself as you get older and forcing your body to equip your body to equip your soul your mind body and soul just by using the elements around you wow. right that'll 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 make you know teach your body to confront what's in front of you without having to handicap yourself mm. and over time I didn't get it at the time obviously yeah, yeah. but yeah it's a game of attrition it's about getting rid of shit yeah. life is about getting rid of shit mm. yo that's that, that is not good for he you drop some gems that's so powerful. That's wisdom, yeah. That is. Just your breath, because the breath is nourishment. That's our first nourishment. Without That's the breath, it. we have no life. So understanding Nothing. the breath and, and, and that we are the music. You know, we are the music. We are the healing. We can reach these frequencies without by just sitting in meditation. You know, so that's that's very that's powerful. Right. Look, I've been telling my I've been telling Amoye, my daughter, because she be sometimes she having those pressure times of 
going in taking taking her test. She like at Howard. She she in law school and she like she'll be prepared. Mm-hmm. But then when the test come, it's like. I was like, man, we all get nervous. We all go through that. You gotta just breathe, like mm-hmm. breathe. And I mean, whatever breathing technique that a person finds, first of all, I love what you said about going to sleep. Cause I'm like in the morning, I'm waking up thanking God for breath. So going to sleep, yes. just in the breath is like, it's all a cycle at that point. It's all connected. But yeah. that being said, it's like, it's power. It's so much power in what y'all was just saying about the breath and just being able to go within. And that's what I, I've been wanting my daughter to get that, man. Like, yo. You just gotta go with them. We you gonna be nervous. We gonna get nervous. I get nervous before certain things, mm-hmm. but I got things that I do to center myself. Breathe through it, yeah. yeah. What's your ritual? Yeah. You can create it, you know, like you said, I love mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, let's take things away. You know, let's let's live simply. I once a year, once or twice a year, I, I just wear white and I have one bowl and one spoon and one I very everything is simple, two outfits. And most people don't even, you know, it's like you go very simple so that you know that you really don't need anything to be happy. You can just right, have right. one bowl, what two outfits, <laughs> what your breath. No, you just very, very simple. The life of a renunciate takes you back to knowing that you have it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so That's it's right. very very powerful. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, man. We um, it's been a great conversation. This is the message, Common and Lauren Vanderpool, and the message is nourishment and resilience. We're gonna close out with that mala esoteric because I think we got some alignment. Yeah. I think we got some alignment. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I think yes, we're aligned. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, and then we might as well. We might as well hit him with, since it's on both y'all playlists, Umi Says. Yeah. From my brother, on, our good man. brother, that's, Most Deaf. Yes. That song, that you song know? always, yeah, when, man. I put, when I hear that song, man, it always would just remind me of the divinity in me. And it's just like, it feel good, man. It's just so, it, it got so much to it. That's the time this song, it's it on is. both our I lists. know, yeah. We, you know, we had to do yeah. that. Yeah, shine your light on the world, baby. Shine your light on the world. Umi. Umi. Umi saying shine your light on the world. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Shout out to Yasin, Yasin yes. Bay, one of the great ones, man, my Absolutely. brother. Yeah, man. Um, Common, uh, tell us about the YouTube show. Y'all got the uh, Common Well. Oh, yeah. You had Lauren Vanderpool on there. You got a whole channel now about wellness, Common Well. Yeah, well. Talk to us. I, you know, Common Well came about because when we first were in the, in the pandemic, a lot of people, I was having conversations and people were like, man, the world is ending. And much to what you all both spoke about earlier was that, man, a lot of things that's going on outside you can't control. So what can you control? What do you have power? You have power yourself. You have power the way you think, power the way you treat yourself, power what you're putting into your body, as you said, thoughts, power what you're listening to, power the way you look at things. You see you see somebody doing something, you got a choice to decide if you, how you respond to that. You got a choice to decide if you want to watch the news over and over and digest just things that's just negative. I said, Man, I gotta give my people something else. I gotta give my people another route. And and because even in the conversations, I wasn't feeling like so like the world was ending. Don't get me wrong, I was feeling people's pain. I was feeling some of what the world was experiencing, but I also felt a peace beyond understanding too. Mm-hmm. And that peace was because of some of the things that I was doing for myself during this time. And I just wanted Common Well to be my way of saying, hey, it's some things we can do for ourselves. Yeah, it's solutions that we can do to take care of ourselves that have nothing to do with the government, have nothing to do with a pandemic. Actually, it's 
preventative of pandemic things. You know, Absolutely. meaning like, you know, you build your immune system up and build your your body up, your body will fight not only these the COVID get that thing. inflammation out your body, get that mucus out your body. Come you on. Turn that pandemic you know? into a retreat. That's what I said. Forget the pandemic, <laughs> right. honey. Remove that from the thought place. It's time for you to retreat to yeah. go within and to yeah. heal yourself. Yeah, so that's what Common Well was, yeah. and it it included having I had Lauren on there, which we had a fun episode. I had my my trainer that I used, um, Yancey on there. We had um this brother Ron Finley who does gardening in, in the inner cities and been changing things with, with gardening, teaching us how to grow our own foods. Um, we also did a Peloton episode and also had Grace Harry, who, who Grace is, a, she is a unique individual. She basically calls herself a joy strategist. So that was my way of talking about therapy. But the, the crazy thing about Grace, I met her and she was, I, when I was putting out B, she helped me, you know, she was part of the creative team for, for the label that I was on for, you know, Interscoping and all that. But she's been around like, <laughs> Yo, she's um, with Tribe Called Quest. Songs have been written about her, basically. Grace Harry. She, she, right. she, 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 she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. He, what he wanted to say was, Benita Applebaum is about Grace. Yeah, that's that's, what he that, to say. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody, I guess people do know that, but that's amazing, though. That's it. I mean, it's, it's, we can tell it. We can tell yeah, the yeah. story now. We yeah, can I'm, tell with the story it, I'm with now. it. But anyway, I had the, the episode with her, which is dope, man. It, it was. I felt really good, man. I got, man, my friends is calling me like, yo, thank you, man. Thank you. And like I said, I want to always believe in creating access, meaning I ain't out here just like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going out here getting a chance to, to go travel to see the world or, or get to be in these circles and sit amongst, talk amongst all these, whether they rich people or people that got a lot of access. As soon as I, when I'm getting that information, I'm bringing it to my people. I'm bringing it to the people. Mm -hmm. And like saying, hey, these are the ways. And not only just, I want the information, but I also want to be able to say, hey, I'm a, these are some of the ways you get there. Like this, mm -hmm. I'm a make, I want to make it easy is what yeah. I'm saying, you know? Mm -hmm. There it is, man. Common well, go look for it on YouTube. And Lauren, uh, you have your Fresh City Kids movement as well as your uh, Vonderpool Healthy Living Services um, that you've been committed to healing the world through food, um, or also, watch for this. She brought up the 21 day. Uh, I don't know. Is it a plant based life reset or a cleanse? How do you turn yeah, it? Yes. So it's, we started it. I started it at the beginning of the um, retreat pandemic. <laughs> and um, we are, this is our 10th round. We've done it every month consistently. Most people who started in the first round, they're still with me. Um, right now, we have about 500. Um, uh, women, actually, maybe two men who are on the journey, which it is for everyone. And it's 21 days. And not only does it teach you how to eat um, plant-based and giving you recipes and tutorials and things like that, but it teaches you how to breathe. It teaches you how to make your own medicine with herbs. It's teaching you all, you know, the holistic approach, financial health, because that's one of the things that a lot of people are missing is that, you, you know, you start eating healthy, but then your financial health is off. So it's the holistic approach approach to healing. So it's not just one thing. It's like, okay, uh, dream vision reality is one of the days identifying what you want and using the tools that you have within you, like your thoughts, your words, your feeling place to give birth to those things. So um, the journey has been so instrumental. People have not just not only lost weight, become vegan, started businesses, 
so many different things because once you clear out the energetic gunk out of your auric field, the, the food and the, the toxicity out of the body, then you get to see yourself. So um, the 21-day the journey has been so um, amazing for me, just rewarding. I do it too, but also for, for the community, it's been um, really powerful. So I'm grateful. Well, the, for the audience too, the real title is, because this might get some more people into it, it's Eat Yourself Sexy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So I know there's a lot of people like, wait, hold up. Is that the answer? I'm in. (laughs) I need that. And and if that, and if that, by the way, if the getting the bikini right for when we come out of the retreat, you know, out of the reset, if if that's if that's your motivation, then then start there. Right? Whatever, whatever you need to motivate you, let's It's gonna be right. It's gonna get you in the right place. Exactly. <laughs> there it is. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys for your time today. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Ebro. It's great to see thank you, brother. Love. Thank you. Yeah. The message. Don't push me. Call up close to the edge. An open dialogue about the voices of today and their experiences through music that inspires them.